We care about education. We care about the mm-hmm. uh, welfare of our kids. We care about climate change. Like there's other things too that the black community as a whole care about. What's going on, good people? This is the Intelligently Speaking Podcast. We discuss topics that affect our community on a daily basis. You have the noble, the fly guy, and the gent. Come learn with us. Hello, 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 gentlemen. What's going on? Good evening. Good evening. Uh, <laughs> you salty? It's salty. <laughs> the gin is salty early. We just got salty. started. Why you so salty? Yeah, man. What's up? What's wrong? What happened last night? Had a long day. Had a long, Had a long day. night, too. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Did it sleep much? <laughs> I went to the gym. I went to the gym and killed me. Uh, That's what's up, man. It definitely did. You definitely put in work, man. Definitely did, dog. Noble, how you doing, bro? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. I can't. What was you saying, man? Uh, I'm doing good. Ask me why. Why is that? Man, I forgot what you, what's your answer? What's, what's the... <laughs> how you feeling today? How you feeling today? How it goes? That's how amazing. It goes? Amazing. Why? 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 Because I, cause I'm, I'm making it amazing. Because I said so. Because <laughs> I choose to. Oh, there I we go. choose yes, I to. Choose to. <laughs> Yo, nah, man. So, it's actually like, it's late October, man. So, you know what's right around the corner? Well, what's already actually been happening, but the official day, I guess, is right around the corner. Election day. Have y'all have y'all voted yet? Have y'all taken the opportunity to do the early voting or, or y'all going to vote on November 3rd? No, I haven't voted. I'm not going to vote. Wait, what? Why? I'm not going to vote. Why? What's the point? What's the point? What you mean, what's the point? It's like, I... it's... it's it's between the two, like it's it's either Biden or Trump, and they both trash. So what's the point of me voting? So I saw for us. All right, check this out. I saw a video on Instagram the other day. It was a dude sitting in the doctor office. He was like, uh, so the so the nurse was like, yeah. And it turns out like you have this this uh this deadly disease. You're gonna die unless you get surgery. So we got we got two options for you for surgeons. We got this clown over here who's never went to medical school, or we got this other doctor who's actually went to medical medical school, and he's he's like he's not the best, but he's okay. So, <laughs> are you gonna say you know what? I'm good. I'm not gonna have the surgery, or are you gonna pick the best option for you at this well, point? Did you say that? Did you say that? Did you say that properly? Like how it was because the the doctor went to doctor. I went to school, med school, and he's okay. He's all right. I mean, I would obviously go with the guy that's all right, not the clowns. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like I'm. I'm not saying it's vote or die, but it's it's it's, it's serious. It's a serious situation, man. It's vote yeah. or die, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like choose to die. No, you true. So this is this is this is this is the thing, and we've all, all been hearing talks about uh, Ice Cube having conversations with uh, both parties. Uh, regarding like the black community and you know uh, figuring out how um, you can implement benefits or uh, take action toward that to help the black community. Yeah, that's what I'm for. 
So it doesn't even matter, like, if I voted for, if I don't vote for either or, like, at the end of the day, either of them aren't, you know, aren't for the people. Aren't so for the black people. So you rather put your... So it doesn't matter. So... Like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't. Like if I if I choose to vote for Trump, if I choose to vote for Biden, either one is not going to be looking out for the black community. We have to do it ourselves, and or we have to you know lean on or support the leaders that are taking steps forward to to help the black community. So like you're saying, so you're saying you're not going to cast a vote. You're just going to look to cast your vote where you think it matters and where you think you can elect somebody who can actually do our community some good versus using your vote and your voice to put somebody who's a clear racist out of office? Is that They're both racist. But I'd rather, like, I mean, I know it's harmful just for, for somebody that's doing just lip service to be in office, but I think it's... Ow. Yeah, go my ahead. Bad, no, no, yeah, man. You were so, you, you dead no, middle, my bad. No, so I was, I was so, if somebody is, okay, I'm not saying it's good that Joe Biden's just giving lip service to the black community. I'm not saying that at all. But for somebody who his running mate is actually somebody from the community that can help. So I think he has to be doing a little bit more than just lip service at this point. So you so you prefer to have somebody who's a like a front street racist in office versus so somebody Kam- who Yeah. I think Kamala So Kamala helps too? I mean I think she could. She made a white guy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that she's perfect. I'm just saying it's better than what we have right now. That goes back to my analogy. You said you would choose the person that went to, went to medical school versus the clown, right? If he, well, how you said it, I feel like you were trying to basically say you can go choose a clown that has no experience, never no experience. Surgery. Yeah, or you can go with this person the the doctor that went to med school but he's okay so you're basically so biden is the doctor that's okay and trump is a clown yes that's it that's what you that's those are the two options you have right now when you're choosing to cast your vote but you said you're not so but those are the two options that you have when you would you have to cast your vote saying cast your vote it's no point all right man it's a it's a a major point man it's a major point, bro. And uh, well, a major point for you to cast your vote what just happened. What uh, which is crazy because he complained about people complaining what happened. Oh, because uh, what what uh, pardon me, Obama did. Uh, President Obama did what before he left office. One of his uh, he had an opportunity to uh, nominate a uh, Supreme Court justice, but he didn't. Is that him? Right. Yeah. So you know, you know, serious when they purposely rush to appoint this new lady who is another conservative that's going to back or do everything that Trump would still do when he, when most likely he leave office on November 3rd or actually next year when he gets voted off. You know what I'm saying? So So you're saying Biden would choose somebody else, he wouldn't choose the same woman? He, no, he wouldn't choose her. He wouldn't he wouldn't have chose her chosen her. Not at all. Definitely not. He said that? He would not he would not have chosen. She's so far left wouldn't have been on his radar. Yeah. Like, you understand, you understand, like, there's, like, there's certain things that, all right, cool people have, but the fact of the matter is, 
right now I'm kind of process things you're saying. I just had a question. Like you said they both are racist. So how is Biden racist? It honestly, it doesn't even matter whether they're racist or not. It's just not for black people. There's no. But my but my know, question acts. to you is, but my question to you, honestly, probably probably outside of President Obama, we're not even going this. We're not going to kill him right now. Who was? That's the thing. Like when you when you when you look at the grand scheme of things, and you look at what we need, especially right now, and where we are in this environment, like we need someone that's going to, you know, step up and help the black community. And at this case, in this case, it's not going to be either either one of them because history tells that, you know, they're they're not for the black people. So. But- you look to leaders like Ice Cube and whoever. Hold on, hold on, time on, time on, time on, time on, time on. Why is Ice Cube a leader, bro? Like, why is he? Why is he? Why, is he a leader of you? why can't he be a leader? But, no, but why is he a leader of you? Because because the fact of the matter is, he went to go to. He went. And he saw help from I forgot their names. Uh, for a lot of uh, prestigious, intelligent, black leaders or black edu- educators, and help to help to formulate that. What's that contract for the black community? Whatever he yeah. do, he's that yeah. nature. But, mm-hmm. but just because someone's black, and I do like Ice Cube, I'm not gonna just make him my leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, who said I was making him my leader? Said, I said he is a leader. But you said I said he is a leader. You said you would look to him. I did not say I would look to him. I said that there. We have a leader. He is a leader. What? Are you, I'm not saying he's the leader. I'm saying we have a we have a few different leaders and he is one of them that's making a difference. So he's putting together a contract to go to the different parties to actually, you know, implement help for the black community. That's what I said. All right, so let's so let's, so let's break it down. So you you think your vote don't matter. So you don't care that he went to both Biden and the Trump campaign or party or campaign, whatever you want to call it, or uh, can't, for lack of words, and talk to one person who told him, wait until I get elected, then we can talk. And the other person is just using him for a show. Exactly. That that 500 page, whatever page doctrine that he, that he had, he's not going to do nothing. And they're just going to use that as clickbait to say, hey, I talked to the Ice Cube. You're talking about this contract for Black Americans. What do you have to lose? It's going to mm-hmm. be part two. Like you know, he's not going to do anything. So how do you feel right now? You talk to a fly guy. You talk to me. I'm the noble, and you say, "Hey, yo, I I, I paid the noble to fix my car. He has done nothing. You have an option: the noble to fix your car or the fly guy. You know, I won't do anything." But you don't know what Fly Guy gonna do. Who would you want to fix your car? You don't know. He even said it. He doesn't know if, if you know, talking to them after the election that if anything's gonna happen. But he's making an attempt. He even said it. He was like, he doesn't know. But at least he's going to have a conversation with them to see where they stand. Well, you know what he said. Like the one, the one party <laughs> didn't even want to have a conversation with him when it went to the election. But bro, but hold on. He sat down with him. Bro, in 2016, didn't Trump have? Ray Lewis, Steve, uh, 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 uh some man name, uh, uh, um, Steve Harvey. They have Jim Brown. They have all these black people go to the Trump Towers to talk about the black community, all that stuff. And what happened in four there's, years? There's, Nothing. 
It's the same thing. I mean, just, I mean, just, from those times, right now. from then, from 2016 to now, like this is the first time. This is for a lot of people. This is the first time that you hear about someone going like with an actual contract, with an actual um, you know plan in place to figure out how to uh, to pivot the narrative for Black communities. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I Does he not I have a plan? No, no, no. Yeah, but I wouldn't say Did it's the first not, time, though. I wouldn't say it's the first time somebody has come when, up when have you heard since 2016 any, any, anybody else that, that's done that? <laughs> Every role. Mark Lamont Hill was talking about things of that nature. Like, or, or like on CNN, like, yo, what, what things, need to be, things that need to be done? You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a lot of, I'm not going to say it's mundane or it's minute what needs to happen, but it's he came up with a plan. It doesn't matter. He came up with a plan. He gonna let's say if if, if the board number forty five actually wins again, he's not gonna use that plan for nothing. He ain't gonna do shit in that plan. Just, just, like, I like you said, it's, it's clickbait. He used it for used it for clickbait and to to make people think that he got a cosigner and ask you. That's not the case. Right. He had to clarify. But either way, I'm just saying. Like at the end of the day. One, I did vote. <laughs> um, <Yo. laughs> I, did, I did vote, and I, did, I, and I voted, and I, and I openly say I voted for Biden. But there's people out there that think that way, and I'm, you know, I try to put myself in the shoes of people that, and I, try, I wanted to get your like both of y'all's, you know, thought process behind uh, it, um, <laughs> because there's people out there that that's like, you know, why why do I need to vote? I just literally had this conversation with somebody yesterday. Like, what, what's the point of me voting? Yeah, like, no, I I get it, I get it. Yeah, I've had this conversation a bunch of times. And well, I told him, like, I'm, 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 I, I told him, I'm like, even regardless of, um, you know, who you vote for, it's your right right to vote. Like, you have a say in who becomes president, whether you believe it or not. And our ancestors fought for the right to vote. That's and it. like, it's your right to vote. Period. It doesn't matter. You know, honestly, like, yeah, I, I would want you to vote for Biden. But like it doesn't matter. It's your it's your right, and you need to exercise that right. Now going to Ice Cube and his initiative, I I do believe, and this is like the first time that I've, um, you know, heard about anyone, you know, being able to come up with a plan and actually you know sit down and talk to either party about you know making changes, whether it's going to be uh, taken seriously or not. You know, he's actually taking steps, and I think by doing that, he is a leader, not my leader, but he is you know, a leader because he's inspiring others to stand up as well and join him in the fight to, uh, to bring, you know, what, you know, I want to say to bring benefits to the black community somehow or some way. Hmm. I'm going to say this, man, for everyone who think they, they shouldn't vote or they vote doesn't matter. If it didn't matter, certain parties, certain people, certain groups wouldn't expend as much energy that they do to take away your right to vote. They wouldn't put certain laws in place to make it harder for certain people to vote. If it didn't matter, it does matter. Because whoever is in office, let's say if there is, for lack of words, hundred million dollar grant or fund that a town or a city may get from the government 
if that person who is in the office does not like a certain section of people or group of people, they will make sure that money does not hit that neighborhood as much as possible. They will go everywhere else and do everything else Thanks. for that. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully people understand. You may not want to vote. You may not say, hey, I vote, boom, boom, boom. No one's here directly for us. That's cool. But understand the fact of the matter is you can do your research. You better fact, you can go listen to our This Is Democracy. Was that episode was that one or two? Episode one. Yeah. Episode one. And we laid out historical facts that you will see that, you know, things matter. And why it matters so much. There's people who lost their lives for them for us to vote. People will get will get death threats to say, you go vote, you're gonna die. And they die for that. And you are giving up sacrifices people made just like you they had the option not to vote we don't have the option right now we're not there yet in this country to where a black a black americans can say yo i'm not going to vote so i voted too i mailed my joining too and also anybody who especially in the state of new jersey i'm pretty sure in pa too in delaware new york the same way but also when they send out your mail and ballot they also give you a paper that you i forgot the website and part of will find it real fast that you can actually search the website to track your mail and ballot ballot yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. And definitely, uh, if you're voting and you're dropping your vote into a ballot box, make sure you do your research to ensure that it's a it's an actual ballot box. I just saw a video on Instagram where there was this person walking around, like putting stickers that said "official ballot boxes" on dumpsters in New York, and people like they look like a, really yeah. don't even pay attention. To them. Exactly. So make sure you do your research. People vote. Please vote. Yeah, it's important. Vote. It really is. And, and track your vote. And hopefully, you know, uh, I'm going to ask y'all a question, you know, and hopefully someone can take it from there. Has anyone watched any of the debates? Yes, sir. I, so I watched the first presidential debate. I watched the vice presidential debate. And I watched the – that was it, actually. I, so I, I didn't watch their individual town halls. Um, And I watched the second presidential debate, which was actually like a, an Last actual – yeah, it was actually like an actual debate where they kind of, it was better because they, they had the ability to mute mics, so it was a little more organized. But yeah, yeah. so I, I didn't listen to their individual town halls, though. I didn't, I didn't listen to those. So watch those. So I'm not even going to lie. I, I did not watch any of them. Uh, I did not have the uh, to desi- the desire to watch it because it's obvious why. Don't yeah. care for one side, I have to say. Yeah. But can you elaborate or, you know, any anything that had your, uh, I nah. guess, so, rub you the wrong way, Pauls? Yeah, a couple things. So I feel like, so something that keeps coming up a lot, and we'll, I guess we'll talk about it later, but the question that keeps coming up a lot, that Trump kind of keeps saying a lot to Joe Biden is like, oh, you wrote the 94 crime bill. You don't care about black America. So Trump loves to say that. Trump says that all the time. And then another thing that kind of caught my attention was that when uh, I think Biden says something to the effect that I'm going to end subsidies for for oil companies or something like that. And Trump okay. kind of, Trump kept harping on that too, saying that, like he looked directly into the camera. He was like, oh, you hear that, Texas? You hear that? He's coming for your oil. So like he's, he's still making a, a, making a play. So I don't know, those are two things that kind of stuck out to me. That, that was just in the last debate, actually. That was just the very last presidential debate. Hmm. <clears throat> the 94 crime bill, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, man. 94 crime bill. It's actually labeled the uh, the Violent Crime Control in Law Enforcement Act. There's a, there's a lot of, how can I say, there's a lot of misinformation yes. and rumors around this bill and its effect on the black and brown communities, I would say. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's, 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 let's. <laughs> it's very deep. <laughs> it's, 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 it's too deep. I'm not going to lie. I didn't read the whole thing at all. I was not going to read the whole thing. Um, it was just too much, too much. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I didn't read the entire thing either. But, like, there's a lot of key points in there that it's from, from glancing over at you, like, wait, what? That's in there? Oh, that's in there, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, that's in there, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, I guess I guess what were your like major takeaways from it? Uh, my major takeaway from it. Well, it, I, like I said, it, I don't want to. It was you know uh, you hear when you think of ninety four crime bill or the violent crime control and law enforcement act um, that was out in nineteen ninety four. You think of the first thing you think about mass incarceration, correct? Yep. So. Uh, not trying to like try to defunct or whatever. Let's, let's, let's dive deep into that. Then also, you hear about the term of what? Uh, well, well, also super predators super too predator. as well. Yeah, actually. So, matter of fact, so time out real quick. Back okay. up, back up like six years or eight years actually. Going back up a little bit. So prior to the '94 Crime Bill in '86, there was the uh, the Anti-Drug okay. Abuse Act. Yep. So that was signed by signed by Ronald Reagan. That was kind of part of the war on drugs, which was started by Nixon back in like 70, 71. So, yeah. So, basically, I'm glad you brought that up because in, um, so, like I said, 94 crime bill, think of yep. mass incarceration. But yep. people don't understand that mass incarceration actually started in 1970. That's yeah. when the prison populations started to go up. Yep, with the war on drugs. Yeah, yeah, war on drugs. But... Even more so with the war on drugs, you know, we uh, uh, we get, we're going to credit, you know, like yeah, people saw the people saw the TV show Snowfall. Oh yeah. On, on FX, saw the credit go to FX. That that takes place in what decade? The eighties, right? Yeah. Which is what era is that? The crack era. Crack era. Crack era. Cocaine. Crack. So, but mass incarceration really did not, I guess, it skyrocket, skyrocketed in the nineteen eighties. Uh, during Ronald Reagan's administration, when in 1980, his first year in office, there was 329,000 Americans locked up. When he left office in 1988, there was 6, 627,000 people locked up. Almost double. Almost double, yeah. So I understand, I'm, we're going to get back to the 94 crime bill. I don't want people with this to, what they're trying to do is they're trying to, everyone is, they're trying to connect mass incarceration with the 94 crime bill, but mass incarceration started 14 years prior. We do 1980, well, actually, what, 24 years prior yeah. in 1970. So it, it, it was already a trend and it, and it was having a steep climb already before this bill went into effect in 1994 over signed by Bill Clinton in 1994. Yeah, and, and don't get it twisted. So before we even dive deep into the 94 crime bill, don't get it twisted. 
there were a lot of black people were for the crime bill actually like the yes. cbc the congressional black caucus yes. they actually were all in on the crime bill so a lot of uh black uh what's called to a lot of black uh, uh um religious leaders too you yeah. know even though and the sad part is they even they they was they was with it even though they knew that some like some of the discrepancies that or it may target black people exactly a little more or harsher but they said i guess basically the overall the overview of it was beneficial beneficial for everyone so a lot of people was with it yeah because back in that time it was it was crazy like it was the streets was streets was crazy. going crazy Especially, you know, like this. Let's think of like the, the TV show Snowfall. You got the '80s. You got the, you got uh, the crack. Got the drug game popping off, and then what's yep. called since the drug game is popping off, you got gangs popping off. Yep, all crazy over there. So it was like, you know, it was wild. But the same token is, you know, if you watch things that's true, they put things in certain neighborhoods to do certain things to our communities. That yeah, we fell for the beat. Yep. So. You want to you want to try to try to dive deep, like I, you know, it was too much information, bro. But <laughs> you know what I mean, we could go to the ninety-four. We could knock out the ninety-four crime bill, man, or the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act. Yep. Or the uh, the Clinton Crime Bill, or the Biden Crime Bill. A lot of people <laughs> call it that because technically, I mean, Biden he was the senator who pushed it, who actually wrote it. He drafted it, so he yeah. actually drafted that bill. Um, but it changed before it even got to Bill Clinton's desk, and then Bill Clinton signed it. So, but hold on, I know you brought something up with the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that one, that actually, that was kind of when the, when they first imposed the mandatory minimums for drug offenses, and then it was harsher, obviously, on crack because it was cheaper than it was on cocaine. Because so, black people had crack and white people had cocaine. Facts. So it basically all it said that the law made it. Now I'm reading off of uh, the box vox.com or the credit go to them. It says the law made it so that someone would need to possess a hundred times the amount of powder yep. cocaine to be eligible for the same mandatory minimum sentence for crack. Yep. And we all know that cocaine is the pure form yep. and crack is broken down. Yep, hundred So that is, I know you just said that, my bad, bro. But that's just crazy. And as you know, that crack, and you know, saying you said it earlier, just repeat it again. Uh, the stereotype was that crack is the poor man's drug, and cocaine is the wealthy man's drug. So exactly, which that which that helped feud a few uh, big racial disparities in incarceration because in 1988, the same. Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1988 increased prison sentences for drug possession, enhanced penalties for transportation of drugs, and established the Office of the National Drug Control Policy, which coordinates and leads federal anti-drug efforts. Yep. And again, this was signed by Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And then even before, even before this, like I mentioned earlier, this was started by Nixon with the War on Drugs in '70. And Nixon actually, he chartered or or began what's called the, D, the Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA. Mm -hmm. So all this was, called, like like you like you mentioned earlier, started in the seventies. So in the seventies, in the eighties, that's when it it uh, spread like wildfire. Yep. All right. So let's get into this ninety four crime bill. So what was oh, actually yeah. what was actually in the bill? Like what like what what were like the things that caught your eye? <sighs> Man, I think you need to go first, bro. I mean, because. 
I I'm not gonna hold you, bro. Like, so basically, actually, caught my eye. First thing that caught my eye was it gave uh, it basically gave the federal state a federal stamp of approval for states to pass tougher and to be more tough on crime laws. And also, I guess I think if I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that the person or the criminal, for lack of words, wink wink, had to had to serve eighty percent of their time. Exactly. Yep. That's so, what really caught my eye. Yeah, so it gave the it gave the states more uh, authority to actually impose those tougher sentences, and it gave them money to create more yes, prisons, more prisons, so that yes. they could actually house people for that that extended amount of time. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. That was that was, that was crazy to my for myself when I was reading that too as well. Yep. It, the, it, like it, the, it the states the states actually got subsidized for creating more prisons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another and, and, thing it did too. Which was kind of, which I didn't I didn't realize this in the beginning. It actually imposed an assault weapons ban. Yes. Which was I mean that was that was good actually in my opinion. That was like a good thing that the bill actually did. It imposed an assault weapon ban. Is that still in, is that still in uh, intact now? Because you know no, a lot of it ERs. Was, yeah, it was like a it yeah. was like a ten year ban. I think I think it was like time bound. Yeah, I'm about to say because yeah. you know. Cause they went, cause they uh they wanted uh, Obama to President Obama to do that to bring the yeah. ban back along, but I don't think he did exactly. No, nah, I think I think that particular pro- provision was time bound. Yeah. Facts, it, but 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 it also when I read this, so this from the ACL, ACLU dot org that um like I said I had these in my notes is that it was like the Democrats wanted to show the Republicans that we could be tough too. On, yep. on crime, so look at our crime bill. So I feel like they kind of extra hard with that joint too. So exactly. it, it's so, kind of like it, it more money to lock people up. So why would they not just target the community they don't like and get more money that way or more uh, federal uh, federal funding? My bad. Go ahead. No, so like I'm trying to look at some, I guess, the spins that the crime bill actually was positive. So it, it kind of one provision in there was called the Violence Against Women's Act. So you got tougher punishment when you did when you committed a, a violent crime like a domestic crime against a woman. Mm-hmm. So that was, I guess, one. I want to say, I want to say, but that was one provision inside the '94 Crime Bill, also. And they had the. Uh, was that the? Uh, oh, you're right. It was a ten-year ban for the. Uh, for the assault weapons. For the assault weapons, yeah. No, I was going to say another thing that it did too was it increased the death penalty. Death penalty. Mm-hmm. So there were a set number of offenses that you could possibly get the death penalty for. It increased that wildly. So there were a lot more offenses that you could do, not not non-violent offenses. So like, not, well, not non-violent, but uh, not murder-related that you can get the death penalty for. What's this crazy? Yeah. Now, did Westfall come from this one too? Uh, the three strike rule. Three strikes and you're out. It definitely came from, came from '94 Crime Bill. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it and that that in itself was an incentive for states to give people felonies for, like nonviolent crimes because they already had two strikes and they just give them another. They get arrested for something petty. They give them a felony and then three strikes and they got locked up for life. For life. Mm, it's like that movie. Three strikes. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
Oh, so another thing it did too, which was, I mean, yo, so it, it eliminated higher education for people who were incarcerated. So if you yeah. were in prison and you wanted to get like a degree, there was like a, you, you can get a, a Pell Grant. Yeah. And they eliminated that, which I understand you're, bill. yeah, with the 94 crime bill. And I understand you're in prison serving your time. But once you get out, like if prison is supposed to make you. Uh, it's, it's, it's supposed to rehabilitate you. Exactly, rehabilitate you. So, if you're during this rehabilitation period, you you want to get a get a degree, that would make you a better person when you come out. But they actually yeah. they cut yeah, that whole program. Yourself. Yeah, they cut but, that whole program. But once they turn it into a cash cow for states, and then also for certain private uh, prisons, things of that nature. Yeah, it changed. I'm not saying I'm not saying it changed, but they definitely lost that. Cause I know some uh, I know some people who were CEOs. They told me that. They took the weight. They, they took weights away from certain uh, prisons too, as well. Not saying that's right or wrong, but you know, I guess the boys are getting too jacked in there. So they're like, "Yo, why are we giving lousy boys to you know yeah. get a, get a, get their GEDs or get some type of some type of certificate, things of that nature, or even stay in physical 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 shape?" Pardon me. So it's kind of shame because he said prisons for rehabilitation, but. I watch shows on what's that net geo people locked up and dudes be like, yo, if anyone been locked up behind bars for more than like ten years, they are already institutionalized and they should never leave they should never leave prison because they won't know how to uh, to function. Function in regular society. Exactly. Which is a shame. Because some people go into prison and get in some people go to prison and why in prison become worse than where they were in the streets. Cause it's Yeah, exactly. Like, cause a lot of crimes, like if you get five or ten years, it's the exact same as doing 30 years. Exactly. Like, you're going to come out exactly the same as you did in five to 10 years as you did in 30 years. Mm-hmm. Later, you, you institutionalize, you're going you to go to uh, to your local store and, and pay with coffee beans. <laughs> <laughs> and so try to barter some, barter some toilet paper for some cigarettes. My bad, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> another thing 94 Crime Bill actually did, it actually reduced the mandatory minimums uh, all first-time offenders. So, if it you did. remember what we said earlier, like the 86 crime bill, it imposed tougher minimums for first-time offenders. But this one actually kind of re- went back and walked that back a little bit and reduced it for first-time non-violent offenders. Yep. <laughs> but like I said, the main thing is kind of, uh, I'm going to just keep talking about like mass incarceration, bro, but I'm not trying to take from 94 crime bill, but this mass incarceration that was going on since the 70s that the 94 crime bill helped yep. uh, or assisted in that, it's costly to us because according to the, once again, the ACLU.org, the prison system costs accounts for one out of every uh, $15 from the general discretionary fund from each state. So basically, since I say 1970 or 1980, twelve you use, states have wasted millions, probably billions of dollars for putting money to the prison system that could have put money back into our local communities, like schools, yep. infrastructure, roadways, things of that nature. And the fact of the matter is, we are putting money into a dead horse because we all know that the prison system is unjust and it's the, uh, it's, it discriminates towards certain people. So we know it's we know it's a failed system for us for black people, 
and what's perfect for the other for the white people for the most part. So why we keep putting money into a failed system? I don't know what we know why, but if we can just take that money out, each state will have so much more money in the bank to put into education, to put into higher learning, to put into playgrounds, to put into after school programs, things of that nature. But we just wasting money right now in the prison system. Exactly. And then another thing the crime bill actually did was I think it commissioned like a hundred thousand the hiring of a hundred thousand more police officers. Mm-hmm. You know where a lot of those police officers ended up? In the cities. In the inner cities and in the schools. Yep. So they were putting police officers actually in the schools in the inner cities. And that just have, that created the school to prison pipeline. You have a uh you had yeah, police in school? Yes, you did, yeah. Yeah, we had police officers in our school. Mm-hmm. School to prison pipeline. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that's a real thing. Y- y'all think this stuff, y'all think these people, man, like I said, that's why you mm-hmm. vote matter, man. Y'all think this stuff is, um, <laughs> it's just crazy because you're voting <laughs> for things of that nature, but still, but y'all think this stuff is a game, man. Like, oh, y'all think that, you know, things just happen just by accident. Nah, man, these boys actually think this stuff through. <laughs> Yo, it's a, you don't get them while they're young because they know. Buy stats. If we get them while they're young, you know they're gonna, they're gonna keep falling into that trend because you know people are gonna say, uh, you know, on a certain application when you put fight up for a job, you have, you have to put down you've been locked up. Yeah, not you live in like California. Yeah, not you live in California, Baltimore, Philadelphia, certain certain cities, in certain states, you can bypass that question because maybe there's so many people that actually have been locked up. But if you live in say say probably like oh, uh, probably like Illinois or not mean like Illinois maybe. Uh, Oklahoma, you have to put that down there, and that's gonna be a cost for them not to hire you. It'll give you uh, an interview. Shit is real, y'all. Yep. So after after researching this this uh, crime bill, um, how do y'all feel about Biden now? I feel the same way I felt about before. He, uh... Yeah, same way. Yeah, same so way. Bro. So, and that's one thing too that I that I really don't like when they keep. So they always talk about the crime bill. I, I get it. It's horrible. It's terrible. But the black communities, we're, we're diverse. Like, we're not just a one-issue community. They keep talking about drugs and crime. I, I get it. The black community is being ravaged by that, too. But there's other things that we care about. We care about education. We care about the mm-hmm. uh, welfare of our kids. We care about climate change. Like, there's other things, too, that the black community as a whole care about, and not just crime yeah. and not just drugs. But they keep... They, they just keep try to keep to that stigma. Yeah. Yeah, they keep... So they do. They, they, they think that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, when I when I hear these things and I hear the the, the violence and the drugs and everything like that, I, I wasn't grow, I didn't I wasn't raised that way. Like that's not my you know that's not my story. And that's growing and that, up. So that's what I mean. Like the black community is diverse. Yeah, we're a diverse yeah. community. So, <laughs> so one one other statement. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I know we're killing y'all with with the facts and the stats. But another stat I read was that in 2015. 78% of people serving a life sentence were people of color. 78% of everybody that was serving a life sentence were black or brown. In 2015. Yeah. It's crazy. Stupid, you know? and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure yeah, it was, there was... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I don't know if we talked about this last time or if it was something, but it was like we're we're what thirteen percent of the population, but make seventy eight percent or seventy percent. I think we like the, I think we're like twelve point twelve point five percent now of the population. Yeah. 
Yep. And then we uh we but we make up majority of the, the uh prison sentences. Yeah, as in black people. That's yeah. not by choice, man. That's not by choice, yo. Like it's like it's like an example. Like you can have <laughs> if if we have a hundred a hundred uh marbles and we have sixty two marbles, twelve or thirteen marbles, eighteen marbles, sixty two white marbles, thirteen black marbles, eighteen brown or light tan marbles, and whatever rest left by math, it's everyone else. What's the likelihood of you actually putting your hand in that container and grabbing a black marble? Not 78%. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, definitely not 78%. So, things aren't <laughs> things Since aren't very out bad, bro. Like, that's basically what it is. I think white, the white population is 62% now. I think Spanish-speaking people now, they're the majority of the minorities, the 18%, with 12.5, 32%. If my math is right, 18 plus that, 31, 31 plus 62 is 93. And then the 7% is, yes, it's between Asians and everyone else. Bro, if we lead in that, number one, black people can't lead everything. We can't leave in, we can't leave, we are, we do lead, not leave, sorry, pardon me, lead in math and incarceration, but we can't lead, lead in high blood pressure death by this. We can't. There'll be no one left. For real, for real. So it's like, <laughs> read everything you can't read, but still, like, it's not by, it's not by choice that prison, that school to prison pipeline. That's not by choice, man. Shit, it's not, it's, that's not by choice at all. Not at all. It's, it's targeted, bro. It's, it really is, man. Your vote matters. And, and they really trying to kill us, too. Yeah. Haven't they always? Yes. Nah, but it's just a realization when you have this conversation, you just really, you think about it, you like, dang, like, I don't know, like, you, you think about, you know, the, the, the shootings, and you're like, damn, like, they're really trying to kill kill black people. But now, when you, when you think about numbers, you think about, like, you talk about prison, you talk about, like, what, the amount of, uh, uh, amount we make up in a nation, and how they have these crime bills, and they have these other bills, and long thought out plans and strategies to, to actually like wipe us out <laughs> yeah no, that's that's uh you can look at us like as endangered species in uh Seriously. in america yo another another stat i read or another quote i was reading it was like black people are far more likely to be arrested charged convicted and incarcerated for drug crimes even though statistics and studies show that we use drugs at the same rate as white other races yeah right white Mm-hmm. I read something also. They said, uh, I think it's one of the every three black black boy will be arrested. I think one out of every six for a Latino or Spanish-speaking person. And it's like one out of every 10 or 16, some are there for whites. But we want to make it 12% of the population. And also, I also read, I forgot what I I'm trying, I was trying to look it up. I did read it. Um, in local prisons, not state, I think Hey, hold on, let me find this joke. I want to make sure I get the numbers correct. It, it's crazy how many people are actually sitting behind bars right now and they have not been convicted of a crime. Hold on, let me find that's this partially joke. because of the cash bail system. That's a whole nother. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> they can't afford the bail. I think, I think it was like, I think according, oh, I, got the, I got the website. There was, I forgot, I think it was like, don't quote me on the numbers. I think it was like according to everything of March of this year, there was like six hundred and forty thousand 
people locked up in federal, not federal, in uh, local prisons or jails. And out of that, 555,000 of them have not been convicted of a crime. It's crazy. And that's one of the things in the Constitution. <laughs> right to a speedy trial? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's a hundred percent right. I mean, I mean, yo, people, man, what we saying? We we're not trying to. How can I? We, we're not trying to be Debbie Downers or, 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 or you know, bring rain on your sunny day. This want people to understand what's that it's real out here, man. It's really real. Like you gotta tread. I don't want to say tread lightly, but just you know. Keep your head up and your eyes open, man. For real, for real. Read, understand, study, read this stuff, man. Like this stuff actually, it it it, it opens your eyes as the jet says. It opens your eyes to what's really going on. That's why they don't want you to worry about this stuff. They want, oh no, don't worry about voting. Don't worry about this. Cause it, basically, what's that saying? If you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. But now I'm putting, I'm putting on like I guess certain websites now. Like start reading, man. Educate yourself. Definitely. I mean. Vote. 